is Mind Magic, the podcast all about mood, mindset, and magnetizing the life you want. I'm your host, Hannah Kokovai. With nearly 10 years as a transformational coach under my belt and hundreds of women's lives changed, I've got you covered with science-based spells to help you create more abundance, love, confidence, healing, and more. And yes, I'm going to drop some F-bombs and call them incantations. Fucking get ready to make anxiety, insecurity, and overwhelm go poof. I'm here to show you how to do magic with your mind. dirty-minded humans. Welcome to episode number four. Whoop, whoop. So many of you are like, why did you only release three episodes in the beginning? We have to wait a whole week to listen to the next one. Okay, here it is. And from now on, you will be getting one episode per week. Keep them wanting, they said. So that's what we're doing. One episode per week. Here we are, episode number four. Welcome to Let's Talk Dirty. My brain, you guys, is giving me all kind of dirty thoughts today about, frankly, why I shouldn't even do this shit. Like, I realize that I've gotten some really good feedback already. And my brain is like, No, Hannah, no one is listening. Your voice sounds weird. The recording software that I downloaded isn't working properly. The internet went out at the most inconvenient time. There's so much background noise in my house right now. I don't have a big enough following to warrant creating a podcast. There's so many reasons that my brain is coming up with for why I shouldn't even keep doing this. Like, I literally had to coach myself for 45 minutes today just to get on the mic. So I'm actually going to talk about what happens when we think that the cards are stacked against us or like this idea that the world is against us. That's not what I was originally going to talk about. (laughs) But I do this a lot. And I'm curious if any of you do this too. Like, think that the world is against you. So today, this is going to be a little coaching session for myself. This is not a client issue that I'm drawing from. It's just me sitting here thinking about quitting because (laughs) the odds are against me anyway. And this is not, like I said, what I had originally planned, but I'm so excited to get down and dirty on this thought because Phew, this is so real for me right now. So I'm four episodes into recording and I've got this thought on repeat that the world is against me. And so I started asking myself what that even means. Like, what do I think that that means? And if you've ever thought this, like any version of this thought, like the world is against me, I can't do this because it's all messed up. Sometimes it happens when you're up to something new or you're, you know, trying to do a project or get a job or get back on 
I don't know, doing something like working out or back out into the dating scene or anything else that you want to do, but you're frustrated or stopping or procrastinating or overthinking because you think that shit's against you. The world is against you. So here's what I think that the world is against me means. I think it means that nothing is working. I think it means the world is rigged for people like me to not succeed. I don't even know what people like me means, but that's my brain's offering me. It's also offering me that people won't like me, people will bash me or not listen or think coaching is stupid or think that I'm stupid. My brain just comes up with a lot of potential examples of things that look to my brain like the world being against me. Like my brain is so good at this, gathering evidence that I'm right, that the world is against me. And it convinces me of these things. Like somehow people can block my success or happiness with their thoughts or their words, right? And of course I had to ask myself, like, is that even true? We always want to challenge our thoughts and ask, is this even true? Can people block my success with their thoughts, like with what they think about me? Can they block my evolution with what they say, with their words? Is the way I'm seeing the world as against my success here real? Absolutely fucking not is the answer to that. (laughs) And I know that it isn't possible for the world to be against me because I know that what people think only affects them and their experience, right? If someone says, I hate your podcast, you sound like a goofball, they feel hate. They feel disinterested. Not me. I only feel hate if I think something hateful, right? If someone thinks, wow, there are so many better podcasts than this one, they might feel compelled to go listen to a different podcast. But that literally has no effect on me and whether I keep going or not. So first things first, other people or the world, I'm doing air quotes, can't block your evolution or endeavors or successes unless you think they can. Here's the long and short of it. The idea that the world is against us only turns us against us. Believing that it's true that the world is out to get us only sabotages our own progress and our own success by turning us against us. I'm going to show you exactly how it happened with me today. So here I was. I was about to record this episode. It was meant to be about something different, (laughs) something different, but some thoughts came up. I thought the world is against me on this and I felt completely defeated Because of that, I decided that I didn't want to record the episode, and I blamed people, the world of podcast listeners, who, by the way, haven't even heard (laughs) me yet, right? And where am I now? Against me. I'm against my version of success. I'm against my vision of putting this coaching out into the world. I'm against the evolution of my coaching. I'm against my business. I'm against my clients. And I'm against the world. So it's not the world that's against me. It's me. (laughs) 
that's against me and against the world, right? So I started coaching myself on this, as I do, and I got to this point and I got right in bed with my brain because it said to me, yeah, okay, that's all well and good, but some people really don't like you. Some people really don't want you to succeed. Some things are really hard just because of how the world is. And of course, I was like, oh, well, yeah, it's true. People are against me. So why does it even matter what I think? I can't change them. I can't change the world. And then the universe, as it does, sent me a little nudge in a better direction. It sent me an Instagram reel. (laughs) I don't know if you guys do reels on Instagram. Do you even know what reels are? I didn't for a while. It's like the short videos with music that are, I don't know, people, it's blowing up on Instagram. Basically like a TikTok video, which I also didn't know about until quite recently. But I actually just started making reels. So if you follow me on Instagram, it's so scary. (laughs) Me making reels basically (laughs) at this point just means I mostly uh, wear my PJs and watch other people in cute outfits make videos of themselves until I work my brain up to putting on an outfit over my PJs and recording something. (laughs) I swear I'm getting coaching on this, you guys. Okay, but this morning, I was feeling defeated by my thoughts, right? The thoughts that I was having about recording this podcast. And so I started in on my Instagram because that's also what I do to avoid feeling shitty. That's a whole nother podcast episode. But I will actually admit that this time it did lead me to something extremely worthwhile. Because luckily, I have curated my Instagram to include a lot of great content and other coaches and public figures and friends that I respect their insightful posts and musings. And so I saw this reel, this video from um, Tom Bilyeu, or maybe it was Lisa Bilyeu. Their content is pretty fire, in my opinion, either way. So go follow them. But it was a video clip talking about Kobe Bryant's quote, Booze don't block dunks. Kobe Bryant said this at some point. Booze don't block dunks. And I'd never actually heard this before. I literally don't follow sports of any kind. But instantly I was like, what does this mean? It sounds profound, right? Even though I'm not into sports, please tell me more about this. So I kept watching. And what they were talking about was basically this idea that Bryant had that it doesn't matter if everyone in the stadium is booing at him when he goes up to dunk a basketball, the boos and the screams don't block the dunks. Haters, in quotations, haters hating don't make Kobe Bryant lose basketball games. And he doesn't even have to change them at all to dunk a basketball. They can just be there booing (laughs) and hating and he can still dunk a basketball. So, of course, like I said, I was like, how does this relate to my life? I do that with everything I hear. Like, what is this here to show me? I don't play basketball, nor do I watch basketball, but this is here to show me something about my life. And it is that the world, or in my case, the world of podcast listeners, 
doesn't block my podcast from being made and put out into the world. Only I have the power to do that. And I don't even have to try to change the people that don't like me or won't listen because they aren't my people, right? Like Kobe Bryant isn't trying to convert fans to come to his side and cheer for his team. Like they're not his fans, right? And trying to make the the people that aren't going to listen to my podcast, my people, is a waste of my energy, where my energy could be put towards, guess what, actually making a podcast for people who want to listen to it, right? And Kobe Bryant actually does have to cont- contend with the offensive players, right? Like trying to physically block his dunks, and he still goes for it. And there are tons of people yelling obscenities from the stands, and he still goes for it. And sometimes he misses, but he's not like, I can't play the game of basketball anymore until you remove all of these screaming fans and all of these other opponents from the other team, right? (laughs) Like, I get that it's a game and it's made fun and exciting by the fact that teams are playing against one another. But where did we get this idea that life wasn't supposed to have obstacles or opposition? In my arena, in the coaching and podcasting arena, I surely also have offensive players. People saying mean shit, trolls, the fact that the internet sometimes doesn't work, right? Algorithms that I don't yet understand, the dog barking in the background, all of those things. But those things cannot stop me from playing full out. They could if I let them, right? If I thought that, oh my gosh, the whole world is against me and I can't get past that. But literally when I think the world is against me, that feels like a big ass heavy load. When in reality, there are just some things that I have to work around. Dribble around. Run faster then. And go up for the dunk, right? Now, imagine for a second if booze did block dunks. Because I was like, okay, what if this is actually true, though? Like, imagine if what other people said and thought of you had literal power over you. Like, no professional athlete would ever dunk a ball or score a goal or hit a home run. Because do you know how many people are like, boo, no, you suck, I hate you, right? So I know that this isn't true, that booze don't block dunks. But this is why thought work matters, you guys. Some people are still in the camp of like thought work and personal development or coaching is so woo-woo, it doesn't matter. Because when the world is actually against you, like your thoughts aren't going to change it. When things are actually messed up, it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't change the facts. If your internet goes out at the worst possible moment, you can't just think the internet back on. I hear that. And while changing the circumstances of the world is not what thought work and coaching aims to do, I'm actually going to argue that sometimes it does change the facts for a lot of people. Doing coaching work literally changes the facts as you see them. Hashtag bold statement, (laughs) right? But if you've worked with me in any capacity, especially recently, you'll know what I mean when I say that your thoughts are not facts. 
And the way the world is, is not always as much of a fact as we think that it is. And that's why I always say, challenge your thoughts. Like the example of the internet cutting out at the worst possible moment. I'm not saying that my internet cutting out is not real. It is. My internet went out. But the internet cutting out at the worst time is not a fact. My thought about the internet cutting out is that it's the worst possible timing. But that's not real. That's just my thought. And not doing the awareness work to recognize how to separate thoughts and facts is kind of dangerous. This is where we give over our power to the world's circumstances. When we take a circumstance like the internet not working and make it mean that it's the worst possible timing, that something is against us, we can't possibly finish our project, that blocks our power. That is what I mean when I say that we turn against us. It's nothing to do with the internet. It's everything to do with how we think about it. It's a choice, right? So why does thought work matter? Why does coaching matter for that matter? (laughs) It matters because thought work at its core teaches us to be powerful even if it was true that booze block the dunks. Even if it was true that the world was against us, right? Like thought work shows us that it's not true that the world is rigged against us, that we have a choice in believing that way or not, in seeing things that way. So we can start believing that it's not always hard just because the internet went out or something, you know, doesn't work or someone doesn't like what we have to say. And at the same time, it teaches us That even if it was, even if the world was against us, we are still in control of our own thoughts, which ultimately is what creates our life. We still have the choice to keep going, to find another way, to have our own back, to succeed. And one step further, we have the power to change the world. Talk about a bold statement, you guys. When we master our thoughts, it literally shifts the paradigms of oppression. It shuts off the booze that did exist. It puts the power in your own hands by taking away the power of the booze. You can do that with nothing but your thinking. Mind training, thought awareness, in my opinion, is the most important thing we can ever learn. Because just like a professional athlete, has a trainer or a coach that can like watch them and assess their skills and tell them what they see from a trained outsider's perspective, like you're dropping your backhand or, you know, keep your frame strong or whatever. A coach can help you understand and analyze what you're doing in your cognitive, emotional, and behavioral life, right? And if they're really helpful, they can share the tools to start being that trained observer, to start watching, to step into an objective vantage point where you can spot what's working and what could use some cleaning up in your brain, right? But having a coach is as important for an extraordinary life as it is for an extraordinary basketball career. 
So where did I go from there, <laughs> right? This is me coaching myself, right? I thought, okay, if the thought that the world is against me just turns me against myself and against the world, what might the thought the world is in my corner do? Would it put me in my corner? Yeah. <laughs> and it would put me in a place of gratitude and seeking all of the proof that I need that the odds are actually in my favor. That the world makes things easy. That everything I need for success and happiness is actually available within the context of how the world is right now. I just changed the world with nothing but my thoughts. Boom. <laughs> I changed the world from being a place that was out to get me to a place that has my back and is a safe space to be myself and do my things. And that, my friends, is how thought work works and why it matters. Change your thoughts, change the world, change your freaking world. <laughs> I loved working through this today, and I promise to keep sharing the work that I'm doing on my own dirty thoughts to help you change yours. Some people are still confused about what a life coach is and who they are for, and I think that the best thing that you can do to find out what a life coach does is to go and work with one. A lot of coaches offer free consultations for first-time clients, including me, so go check out my website, hannahkokovai.com. On the homepage, you'll find a booking option to book into a free call. Do that. Do it now. Because life coaches are for everyone. That's what I believe. I was actually listening to another podcast recently. I th think it was Stacey Bayman uh, talking about how before she became who she is today, she's a uh, she's a multi-million dollar business coach, if you don't know her. <laughs> but before Stacy became that, <laughs> before she even knew what coaching was, she thought that coaches were for people like Oprah. Like only celebrities and professional athletes and, you know, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies had coaches. But she was like, one day I realized that like regular people <laughs> – have and need coaches like your friend and your spin instructor and your realtor and your neighbor and the guy that you always see jogging and your coach. They all have coaches, right? And I that's what I believe. I believe everyone should have a coach. At the Health Coach Institute, which is one of the schools where I studied, we used to say that pretty soon not having a coach would be as strange to people as smoking on an airplane. Meaning coaching is something that still, even though it's way more common than when I first started delving into this industry, it still seems indulgent or, you know, not a priority or not as common as a personal investment in self-care to a lot of people. But in the coming years, it's going to be like, what the fuck were we all thinking? <laughs> right? So what a life coach is, is a professional at helping you get perspective on your life and mind in such a way that you will allow yourself to change your life and your mind however you want so that you can achieve impossible goals. 
The cool thing about coaching that I do is that I'm trained to coach people on any goal. So while I definitely attract lots of people into my practice who struggle with emotional health, I have the tools to coach people to any outcome. Money, love after heartbreak, more time, more clients in their business, weight loss. I even coached someone on becoming a scuba instructor once. (laughs) His name was not Claude and he was not French, but guess what? He did live in St. Bart's, which was awesome. Ruben, are you for scuba? (laughs) Okay, coaches are trained in the art of habit change and thought work and neuropsychology. So it doesn't matter that we've never scuba'd before or, you know, we don't have the same type of relationship as you or the same mother-in-law that's driving us crazy or the same job. It doesn't matter. We are masters of human emotion. We have felt sad, all of us, right? We've all felt sad. We've all felt desperate or unloved or confused. And that is the human connection. That is what we recognize in one another. And that relationship between us as humans is more than enough to know that suffering is suffering, regardless of the circumstance. Struggle is struggle. Hardship is hardship, right? And you add to that the strategic tools and the structure of a protocol for life up-leveling, and I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to work with a coach. (laughs) All right. If you want to know more about my work, visit hannahkokovai.com. Follow me on Instagram if you want to check out my my try at Reels. Um, And if you don't have a coach, I would be so down to be yours. So go to my website and apply to work with me. Or schedule a free consult to find out if you are ready to talk dirty with me. Remember, the world is in your corner. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making some magic with me today. Don't forget to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Hannah Kokovai so more women can begin conjuring the magic they want to. If you want to dive deeper into this work and collab with a certified mind magician, I work with women privately in my one-to-one coaching program that you can apply for right now at my website, hannahkokovai.com. I'm so honored to have been part of your day today, and I'll see you next time.